Hello and welcome to Calibre Audio's Book of the Month podcast. My name is Emma and I'm joined today by Tim. Hello. And this month we're discussing a non-fiction title called Footnotes, A Journey Round Britain in the Company of Great Writers by Peter Fines. Now, according to the author, the premise of the book is simple. Or, as he says, that's what it seemed when he started. He's following in the footsteps of 12 inspirational writers starting in Dorset, shaped by the childhood visions of Enie Blyton. He then moves to the wilds of Skye and Snowdon to a big night out in Birmingham with J.B. Priestley and Beryl Bainbridge, before ending with Charles Dickens on the train that took him to his final resting place in Westminster Abbey. Footnotes is a series of evocative biographies, a lyrical foray into the past and a quest to understand modern Britain through the books, journals and diaries of some of our greatest writers. So, kind of where to start really, there's so much to cover. Um, We should possibly say that each chapter of the book covers an author and an area of Britain that um, they travelled or frequented and the author then as far as possible is following in their footsteps around Britain. Now I have a list of authors here just so that you know who he does cover. So there's 12 in total and it's Beryl Bainbridge, um, Gerald de Barry uh, or Gerald of Wales as we found (laughs) out who was, (laughs) Um, Enid Blyton, James Boswell, Wilkie Collins, Margaret Ithel Calhoun, Charles Dickens, Celia Fiennes, Samuel Johnson, Violet Martin, whose pseudonym was Martin Ross, John Priestley and uh, E. Somerville or Edith Somerville as we know her. So that's the list of authors. Um, and he, the author, Peter, begins with Enid Blyton in Swanage and the Isle of Purbeck and that's through the 1940s to the 60s. Now, the author starts there because he believed her influence runs deep in us all. Um, And I have to say, I kind of agree with that. Yes, I do as well. um, Just in terms from my chart, you know, I grew up with Enid Blyton Mm. and, you know, I don't know about you, Tim, where you came across her. um, But I, I think... Uh, she was so I, I've only recently discovered a little bit more about her actually and in the because obviously you know growing up famous five and secret seven adventures yeah. um so you were only as a child you're only interested in the stories and yes. not not really yes. the author necessarily mm. behind behind the works and uh the author Peter finds he does delve into her background and character yes. which only in recent years I'd come across right. uh, partly because of there was a BBC drama on her and mm. um, just reading around it so I was interested. He didn't shy away from that um, at all. But I just remember, you know, I obviously just remember the beauty of the books and the yes. enjoyment of the yes. books. So. Yes, you, you lost yourself in her adventure stories, didn't you, as a child? You totally. Just, just couldn't wait for the next one. I was I was very much like that. And uh, I think you're right. I think it's it's interesting the way he looked into her past and her politics and her background and some of the the uh, the opposition to her that was really quite strong and you know sort of you know it it, it was quite sort of vicious and unkind in 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 from some quarters um but i think what he also reminds everybody is of that she wrote some wonderful children's books that brought children to literature. Um, well, so. exactly. And I, I hadn't actually realised that she was sort of unofficially banned by the BBC. Yes, oh, yes. yes. I had no idea mm. about that. Yeah. And then um, when 
they were she she actually got I think she actually got invited by somebody that obviously didn't know the background yes. to the BBC and, yes. then, and then he retracted that yes, pretty that quickly. Yes, that was quite funny. Wasn't um, it? Yeah. But the the um, it was almost sort of a bit of literary snobbishness, wasn't yes. it? Because they were saying that yes. you know she wasn't really yes. that that a great uh, a children's author. And no. um, for me mm. personally, yes. you know, reading them, I would mm. sort of dispute yes. that quite yes. quite greatly. Yes. Um, and I think that the other issue was that her output was so magnificent. Mm. I had no idea that she'd written, yeah. I think was it was 720? 720-odd books or something. Amazing, oh, isn't huge. it? Yes, yeah, that's, that's so right. It, yeah. I can understand that. Mind you, they were um, very short, some of them, weren't yeah. they? So, <laughs> I can't, by today's standards. Not, but, perhaps uh, Noddy yeah. going to town didn't take yeah. very long. <laughs> yes, <no. laughs> um, but, she, yeah, so... Uh, it, but it was interesting you know kind of revisiting that and, and mm. hearing about more about her character yes. in that and just sort of but also yes. he does put a different spin on it in that that of the the times that obviously she was writing in and the fact that she um ultimately she was a fiercely fiery independent mm. woman and she was yes. um negotiating her own contracts yes. and perhaps yes. some of the other hierarchy didn't particularly like that yes. obviously you know yes. there's sort of sexism was right yes. in in those days yes. in that respect so i wonder mm. if that was a bit of yes, a bit sour grapes as well very much so yeah um, but right, you know yeah. you can't deny also some of the obviously some of the other um uh, things that he brings up about her background mm. that are not just don't quite sit well when you yes, read the books, do yes. they? But yeah, it's you know it's come yes. from her um, her children's yes. biographies. Yes, because her daughter wrote a quite a scathing biography of her, didn't she? But um, you, yes. I mean, they, she alleges that she preferred her readers to her own children, which is, it must have been quite hurtful yeah. to, to hear that from your own mother. But uh, how true that actually was, uh, we, we don't really know. But uh, She, um, the, the reason we uh, are introduced to Annie Barton is because um, the author is uh, going to Swanage and the Dorset yes, area, isn't yes. she? So that's where uh, she was known to sort of, holi- I think she, she went on holiday there, there. yes, um, yes. And, and kind of the surrounding areas. And actually, mm. interestingly, because he visits some of the local places, but what's interesting, and what I never really picked up on was obviously, she, like many authors, she took um, inspiration from her surroundings. Mm. And some of the places she visited then yes. appeared in, so like Brown Sea Island becomes yes, an island in... Kieran well, Island. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. And books, I love that yes. book. Yes. So it's it kind mm. of, yes. yeah, it's mm. um, really good to mm. read about that. Um what I also didn't, I hadn't realised, again, just only finding out a bit more about her background recently and what he stated in here, I hadn't quite realised sort of how relatively sort of young she died and it was from mm. Alzheimer's as well. Yes, sort of yes. really, um Yeah, quite, mm. which must have been hard for her in her, you know, how um, she was quite sort of controlling and forthright. Yes. So to, to then have... That, to, to lose that yeah, and also awful. to being an author to sort of begin to lose the power of your speech and the command over the language it must be absolutely devastating but so yes she was just a um i it really for me i don't know about you but that that was a real nostalgic start yes, so i, I yes. kind of got into it straight yes, away from, that's right yes uh, i quite agree with you yes um and i yeah it kind of made me want to go back and revisit some of her <laughs> <laughs> story i remember my nan um has got me years ago she bought me a uh, do you remember Reader's Digest? Oh, yes. yes. Collections of books, yes. and I've got these hardback books yes. of the famous five. Um, um, so they're in the loft somewhere. So yes. I kind of I must go and scrabble out <laughs> and get them again. Um, so then, kind of, yeah, we we 
can go on a journey anywhere here now because although the, the chapters are broken up and he does sort of follow a bit of a, a route round, yes. um, the authors, are, are, you can read a chapter in its own right, really, yes, can't you? Can. you? Not, it's, yes. it's a sort of nice book that you can delve into. Yes. Um, was there anyone that you hadn't heard of before that you were quite surprised by? Uh, well, a, f- a few, yes. I mean, certainly Gerald of Wales. <laughs> never come across him. Um, and uh, I wasn't familiar, I must admit, with Edith Somerville and Violet uh, um, Martin. Violet yeah. Martin. And as you say, she became Martin Ross. Um, that was her pseudonym. I, I wasn't familiar with them. Um I think everybody else I was familiar with, but perhaps, you know, I certainly learnt a lot about the authors. Um, I particularly found it very interesting what what he was telling us about Charles Dickens and, uh, you know, part of his private life, which was rather unsavoury in certain parts. Um, so but, I, uh, I, I must admit, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've read quite a lot about Dickens. Have you? So like, yes. I've only just started dabbling sort of right. with, with some of the authors, but um, Charles Dickens I knew quite a lot. And I'd read mm. um, some of the books he'd referenced, actually, right. um, the Claire Tomlin, um, because that's the other great thing about this book. He references quite a lot of other yes. books, and he makes you want yes. to go out and find yes. more yes. about mm. it and, and sort of read other books as well um, on the subject. But... Um, I, again, he's some you you grow up reading Dickens, and then you find a little bit, and it doesn't quite resonate yes, with the character with, that you yes, become to yes, know from, yes, from yes. The, the writer of the stories. But yes, yeah, he was not particularly nice as well. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, which I think is indisputable really yes, in, in that yes, respect. Um, yes. But he's again complete. You know, he was a real workaholic. Yes. And, yes. Um, by the end of it, when he started doing the uh, literary tours and yes, sort of going to, yes. which pulled in thousands. Yes, and, and when yes. you think about where he went as well, yes. you know, he travelled yes. hugely oh, around because yes, yes. he was called to, to do it. Because what a lot of people don't realise is that his books were serialised. They they were sort of released chapter by chapter, I think, weren't they? And so yeah. people, were, it was rather like waiting for the latest episode of EastEnders today, isn't it? <laughs> people were. Actually Absolutely, sort of gagging for the, to find out what happened next, and uh, so yes, he was a uh, you know a, a real. I, I I believe he's one of our greatest novelists. Um, some of the stories, uh, you know, you you can even adapt them to today, can't you? And you know, bring them up to sort of modern modern the modern era, and they're still brilliant stories. Um, but uh, yes, I I found his his sort of journey very interesting, and uh, as you say at the end, when Peter Fines sort of follows his his coffin, as it were, to to, to Westminster Abbey, that was quite moving, actually. Yeah, it was, it was quite a nice ending. That yes, it was. It was a nice way to end the book. It. Yes, that's right. Yes. I, the other thing, because um, I go in with Dickens and his friendship with Wilkie Collins, mm. which I'd also known a bit about, and it, um, the, it was interesting for me personally. Uh, the, so the first time we're introduced to Wilkie and Collins touring, um, they are going from, it's a little bit later in the book, and it's their journey in Cumberland to yes, Doncaster. that's right. And what I hadn't realised, so I, I knew, and, and again, it's the sort of thing you, you just you think, oh, I've never got around to reading that. So years ago, um, I saw that they'd written a book together called The Lazy Tour of Two Idle Apprentices. Oh, right. yes. And I have had that on my bookshelf for <laughs> I don't know how long. Yes. And now, um, having read sort of yes. a bit about the yes. journey yes. and a bit about the book, how it came yes. together, what it was yes. about, I'm so, oh my, yes. you know, so I'm desperate yes. to go back to read it. Yes, yeah, um, I thought that was, that was very clever, wasn't it? They... Uh, they called themselves Francis Goodchild and yeah. Thomas Idle, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> Which was, uh, yes, uh, that, that was you know, re- really interesting and uh, humorous, that part of it. What, yeah. what amused me as well was mm. that um, for two authors, obviously, that, that kind of 
got to know each other. They couldn't be more um, different, I think, yeah, in personalities. Yeah, very they, much so. Deccan's yes. was so driven and, yes. you know, sort of, it, it yes. almost got irritated by Wilkie, yes. didn't he, where yes. it, Wilkie was sort of a bit mm. slovenly in appearance yes. and a bit sort of slapdash yes. things. Yes. And, um, not mm. not uh, anywhere near as energetic as yes. Dickens, who was walking yes. 12 miles yes. a day to get the post and things like yes. that. Um, yes, uh, Dickens' is, uh, description of having to carry Wilkie Collins down a mountain. <laughs> yeah. Really funny, that. And that. Well, talking of that, actually, mm. did you um, pick up on... Because there's a little bit of humour in the book, isn't mm. there? Did you, did yes. you kind of... Yes, no, no, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, I particularly enjoyed Beryl Bainbridge and J.B. Priestley. I mean, they, they would have been amazing people to have uh, met, wouldn't they? And, Real uh, characters. Yes, that's yeah. right. They would have bounced off each other. That would have been really... Fantastic, but uh, yes, yeah, no. It's, it's, it, I, I think there's one of the good things about the book. It, it's not just a dry travelogue or a biography of uh, of authors. There is a lot of humour in it as well. There's a lot of the author's own personal feelings as well. Um, you know, some of his politics comes out of it, of it. You know, you might not agree. You might agree with the politics, but uh, you know, he he puts that into the book and he brings it out through the various characters as well, which was interesting. Well, I because it's for me it was a, a bit of a not just a, a travel journey, but um, I, I, I sort of a, an educational journey because I learnt some things. Obviously, a, a few of the authors mentioned they were very big on their social mm, aspects of, yes. um, uh, like Dickens. You know, obviously very into social welfare yes. and the, the, mm. um, how people were living. Yes. Wilkie Collins, I hadn't realised, was very big yes. into um, uh, rights for women, which mm. I hadn't realised. Yes. But what I really picked up on was there's a section in. Um, Birmingham, which is the Bainbridge Priestly. Yes, so, yes. so, what we should, I suppose, um, Beryl Bainbridge actually goes on the journey that J.B. Priestley That's made, right. doesn't she? So yes. she does it 50 years yes. later, and then Peter Fines mm. is then doing it and following yes, them. Um, yes. But the, there's a, a bit of a section in there about Cadbury's yes, and Bourneville, and Bourneville yes, Village yes, and what he mm, did for very yes, philanthropic and yes, um, what yes. he did for the the workers mm, and, and, that, yes. and that was really interesting. Yes. I hadn't realised that at all. Right, yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's lots of bits in in that I think that you take away that mm. which means I, I think there'd be bits for everyone yes. it? Even, oh, if definitely. you were just interested in authors or yes. just the travel log yes. of it or yes. um, just history because yes. it's the general history yes, as you right. say like Gerald of Wales who yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can believe that yes going around with the Archbishop Baldwin as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they must have been quite a pair together I should imagine yeah um, no, well again mm. that's, that's what it's not and then um, because uh, listening to the, the audio book is narrated by the author yes. as well yes. so that's quite good because it comes out you know his sort yes. of uh, you, you kind of get a real feel, and it, the, yes. the um, nuances of the humour is, mm. is very yes. well put across as well. Because yes. obviously yes. he's written it, so he knows, knows yes. where it is. Yes, so. yes, and he was a good narrator as well. I, I found him interesting to listen to. It was, uh, yeah, good. And of course, he he managed to squeeze in one of his ancestors, yeah. doesn't he, Celia Fines, <laughs> who I, who I must admit I'd never, never, never heard, heard of, of either. No, no. <laughs> no. she was. Um, let's just have a quick quick kind of because uh, I'm sure. If, we were probably not the only ones, but she was. Uh, she lived between uh, 1662 and 1741, yes. and she travelled through every English county. Yes. Um, most of them at times when the roads couldn't have been worse, and she kept a detailed journal, which was finally published in 1888. Now, bear in mind, in those days, a woman yes. going unaccompanied yes. on horseback yes. just randomly ran is just yes. unheard of. So yes. she was yes. trailblazing yes. really in that, yes. that respect. So that was an interesting. Yes, yes, chapter. No, that's that's right. Yes, yes. Was there anything that struck you from the book that that you thought, oh, I, I would quite like to 
ask the author a question on that so it was anything that cropped up that um i'll tell you for why because one of the things that i thought of was as it was as i was going through and particularly the amount of information he had so not Mm. just his research that he would have done on going to the places yes. but the research and the 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 re- clearly he'd read yes. you know the books yes. that, that he was yes. talking about and then when you flick to the back i had a look he's just put a select bibliography so not even everything that he's read on the yeah. subject of and i counted it was 116 books Gosh, just yes. in that yes. that's without all his other resources yes. and the websites he'd looked at mm. and i just really wanted a ask him how long it had taken him to write yes. and put together because it's yes. not just the writing yes. or the researching he's then had to travel yes around. yes yes I, it would be interesting to know did did he do the traveling in order that he wrote the book or did he do it all yeah. in one go or did he sort of tra- travel a section and then go back and write that up and then go out and do because i think in some parts he's got his wife with him yeah she parts, sort of she obviously hasn't. rocks up when <laughs> yes when that's she right sort yeah. of fancies <laughs> the place that he's yes, in yes, thing, so, yes. yeah yeah <laughs> yes. yes, no, it would be very interesting, as you say, to sort of find out how long he's been planning this book and you know all the uh, the work and the research that went into it was was meticulous, there's no doubt about yeah. it. I particularly found it interesting the way he was comparing places as the authors would have found them and how they changed to to for you know to, into today's um terms and how he found them and uh, it was you know a little bit sad in some cases uh, you know he obviously didn't particularly enjoy some of the places he went to um as some of the authors didn't enjoy being there either um but uh, i think by and large most of the places he's gone to probably are better today than they were in the author's times um, were, were there any places hmm. that you sort of struck you that you had memories of that you, you know you as he was uh, talking about them, you could you'd visit yes, or all places yes. that you haven't been yet. That you yes, kind of yes. I mean, certainly, you know, I've I've always wanted to go to the sort of the Highlands of Scotland. I've never been there. I've been to Edinburgh and Glasgow, but uh, never up up to the north. I'd like to do that. But certainly, Dev, the you know, when he was talking about places in in Devon and Cornwall and Swanage and Dorset, I know very well. So that that was uh, interesting listening to, to to what he thought of the places down there. So, mm-hmm. so that was because um, down that south bit, that's that's really where we hot, you know, as kids, that's where we went. Yes. Time. But funny yes. enough, I've never been to Swanage, and I used oh, right. to work with yeah. someone that used to wax lyrical about yeah, it. Yeah, oh, it's a lovely so town. Actually. Yeah, I must, yes. that's one of the places on my hit list. Yes, yeah, Dorset um, is a lovely county as well. You've got Corfe Castle, which is not far away, which is a beautiful place. Yes. And that well, made me laugh when you were talking about Lands End, um, because I, I <laughs> when I way very young, I remember a time going down there, and you could just walk there yes. and, and go freely around right, and now right. it's sort of like a real commercial you have to pay to go yes, and see it's it privately owned yeah now, so that was it? quite yes, interesting him commenting on that as well. <laughs> yes yes, yes. Um, so I um, so the other thing just um, talking about where he is where going on from what you said about um, him looking at places and how they changed and that one of the things that struck me was and actually it was on the Beryl Bainbridge and JB Priestley mm. one um, it struck me because he was saying about a controversy and how um, in that time, where if you had a problem with someone or you, you were sort of uh, arguing an issue, pe- the only way that people could do it would be to write to papers. So yes, yes. You'd write 
something yes. and then you'd have to wait two weeks for a response <laughs> and it, when you, it seems amazing doesn't yes, it now? and I remember yes. those you know I remember yes, that happening yes, yes. and it, it seems so long ago but really yes. it wasn't really no, but no. Um, yeah now everything's so instant and yes, you just sort of you yes. know add a comment underneath someone else's yes. um, but it, that made me chuckle because yes. oh god yeah I remember yes. that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there were lots of bits like that that I think um, people, I think it's a very relatable book, isn't it? I yes. think there's, there's something yes. for everyone, yes. um, regardless. And as I say, in terms of probably more than likely, we'll, we'll sort of learn something that you didn't know before. Mm. Um, now, at the very end, he asks the age-old question of who uh, who would you ask to dinner? You know, if you yes. had a choice, yes. who out of history, um, mm. in history, would you ask for dinner? So his are very obviously... The authors yes, that he's yes. he's featured in the book, mm. but what was interesting that he um, then goes into a bit more detail yes. about how he would seat them. Yes, why, and I that, thought that was brilliant. a really <laughs> clever chapter. That and uh, yes, you could really imagine that room, couldn't you? In the inn, with all the authors sat round the table, you know, uh, all the egos in the room. And uh, yes, it, that was a very interesting part of the book, wasn't it? Would, um, out of all of the authors that he mentioned, is there just if you could pick just one? Who would? Is there one in particular that you would have to dinner? Um, hmm. I think it would have to be Dickens. Uh, I think uh, I would love love to meet him and talk to him. See, I'm mm. struggling a little bit torn mm. because um, I, I would I would immediately mm. go to Dickens, but then having just um, found out a little bit about Somerville and Ross, because yes, actually, funny yes, enough, mm. I'd never heard of them before, and literally no. a, a week ago, uh, before I got to that chapter, um, the, the a member had asked for one of their books, right, so yeah. I'd sort of started looking at yes. them, and then obviously they appear yes. in this book, never heard of them before, so I thought, oh, would I perhaps you know kind of would I go for them yes. and then at the end of it I thought do you know what Eni Blyton gave me so much joy right. as a kid and I vividly yes. remember you know in the mm. summer holidays being in yes. the garden reading the stories that I'd probably yes. I'd just want to I'd really want to yes. and particularly yes. knowing a bit more about her background yes. I think I'd want to yes. kind of you know know a bit what made her tick yes. a little bit more um, yes. And sort of find out, you know, a bit yes. more about what what the sort of rumours were and that sort of yes, thing. Um, yes. So I think I'd probably sometimes say you her. can be disillusioned, can't you, when you meet your heroes Absolutely. that that, <laughs> yeah. that they're, they're not quite as 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 you you remember them to be and uh, would like them to be as well. Yeah, so, they do say you should so, never meet your heroes. No, they? that's so, right. Yes. <laughs> mm. yes. Yes. But um, mm. so I I don't know if you. I sort of thought that, and, and obviously um, there is a review on here that says uh, uh, relates to Bill Bryson and mm. in comparison. But I think that's a pretty good. I don't know if anyone's you know read Bill Bryson mm. before, but I think if you have, it's a good um, yes, benchmark to go on. I think if you read Bill Bryson, you'd probably enjoy yes, this. Yes. Um, but it's it it is. So, it, there's so much to, you know. There's so much to really talk about and cover yes, in it, and so yes. much that I think people would pick out of mm. it. Um, yes. So is there anything else in mm. terms of what how you felt about the book? Anything that we haven't picked up on that you wanted um, to say at all? No, I, I think you're, you're right. I think if you enjoyed Bill Bryson's travelogues, you'd enjoy this and you would learn a lot from this as well, as we've done. You know, we've learned a lot about authors that we didn't know before. We've learned about things of authors that we are already familiar with and and some of the places that he went to as well. Um, it was interesting, as you mentioned earlier, the Bourneville village. It was very interesting hearing all about that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it was a, a wonderful book. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, it would be 
great to think that maybe he'll he'll write a sequel and uh, mm. perhaps sort of uh, set off uh, maybe in a different country like Bill Bryson has done. You know, he's gone all the way around the world now. So uh, perhaps know. we should write to him and pitch. Yes, him, so. yes, that's right. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm, I have to probably caveat and say I, I'm not a big reader of nonfiction. I don't read a huge amount. No, um, I, I do. I have read yeah. travel writing. Mm. I do enjoy that. So this this is mm. probably one that I would pick up and yes. have thought I would have enjoyed anyway. Mm. But uh, again, I think if you're not a nonfiction yes. reader and even if you've got a little bit of interest in yes. books and authors in the background, th- yeah. just that is enough, I think, yes, to, yes. to keep you going on. And as you said earlier, I think it is the type of book that you can just dip into. You don't necessarily need to read it all in one go. You know, Just dip into it, read a chapter at a time, and uh, you'll get a lot from it that way. And it's, as I say, it's made me want to go, um, not only the, the Dickens and Wilkie Collins book that I've had on my shelf ages, but I also, mm. um, having a route round last night, I remembered, I've also got a very um, old biography of Enid Blyton that I got oh, years right. ago yes. um, when I used to work mm. in the libraries. And that was called Looking for Enid by Duncan McLaren. And oh, I pulled right. that out and I thought, yes. oh, I must, yeah, I must have yes. a little read of that because yes. that's a biography as well. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so it's yes. inspired me to go back and yes. read, a, read a bit more, yes. which can only yes. be a good thing. I yes. Think. <laughs> yes, yeah, very much so. I don't know if you're aware, uh, you know, she lived in Beaconsfield, which is not far from here, uh, where we are at, in, in Aylesbury. But at the model village in Beaconsfield, Beaconscott, um, it's a wonderful place to go. They've got trains and things going round. There is actually a model of Ina Blyton's house, oh, Green Hedges. Nice. Yes, that's no, there. I did not know that. So, uh, yes. I've, I've been there once when I was a kid, but yeah. I've never, no. I think it's a rarely, it's a fairly sort of uh, recent addition. Cause, oh, okay. uh, we took the grandchildren there last year actually and I remember spotting it then oh brilliant so yeah. she's well enough known in the yes oh yes yes, yes. So, uh, I, I think she's she, you know, certainly locally she is uh, you know a well liked and revered yeah. person yes mm. Fabulous. Well, um, we hope we've inspired you to, to pick up the book. It is available in Calibre, so so you can borrow it, and we hope that you do um, have a listen and enjoy. Um, so we've ho- we hope you've enjoyed this month's podcast anyway, and please join us next month when we're delving into the world of poetry with the award-winning collection called Kids by Hannah Lowe. And the more familiar favourite, um, we've got Pam Ayers. We're doing one of her poetry collections as well. So that's goodbye from me and goodbye from Tim. Right. Bye, everybody. Good reading. And hope you will join us next month. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thank you. Bye-bye.